I haven't got time to mark this motherfucker. Here we go again. We can't hear anybody. Nobody can talk to anybody. You guessed it, Pressure Points, with your two favorite hosts. I'm D. This is Weebo AJ. We're coming at you with Season 6, Episode 39, Oceans 5. AJ's stealing a note from my playbook, and he's going to walk us through a 2003 diamond heist. Once you go black, you never go back. Find us on Instagram and Patreon at Points O Pressure. Let's get to it. Well, turn the fucking thing off, you dumbass. All right, we got to speed run this episode. We got to go play video games. Yeah. Uh, not multiplayer, by the way, just yeah, individually. No, not, not with one another, just no. the same game, but alone. Yeah, exactly. So we got to go do that. But also, they're all Italian. <laughs> you said something about black when I asked you for the subtitle. You said, like, black doesn't crack or some I shit. I said, black don't crack, but they were all Italians. You didn't say the Italian I part. I definitely did. You, you, I was just typing. No, I, I said that part and you said, don't worry, I got it. <laughs> you, you did. <laughs> so that's okay. Yeah, well. It works. Yeah. Well, it will work. Whoa. Well, what did you guys think when I said once you go black, you don't go back? That's on you for taking that yeah. the wrong way. Yeah, you racist. Yeah, you guys are the you racist You guys make one. me sick. You guys twisted my words. Oh, you're so subhuman. <laughs> Um, yeah, how, how was your day? You've been gone all day. Yeah, I uh, went to my parents' place for my brother's, a, a brother thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just went to my parents for a little family thing. A so, little family get-together, yeah. Yeah, my girlfriend stayed home. I told everyone she was sick, but she just didn't want to go, which is fair. Nice. So, yeah. And then all of them were like, oh, why didn't she just come instead of you? And I was like, oh, I don't oh. know. Ask mm. her next time. Yeah, next time when I'm at home yeah. and she has to go to these. You guys take turns at your family, right? Yeah, shit. one at a time. Yeah. Trade off. But no, I mean, it was good. Hung out. Nice. Chill. Yeah. Nothing crazy. Pretty didn't, easy. Didn't get pushed into like, when you having kids, when you're getting married. Uh, no, since I told my mom to fuck off about anything. Nice. Stuff, she's, she's been respecting alone. your boundary. That's good. Yeah. Hey, that's fantastic. Yeah. Boundaries are important in interpersonal relationships. Like this plastic barrier, this three-inch bulletproof yeah. plastic barrier that's between us in the recording studio. It's for my benefit, though. Well, yeah, but I asked for it. <laughs> oh, shit, how was your week? A lot of homework, uh, huh? Yeah. Stupid. I have to do, like, a dumb presentation Oof. on, like, community health. Gross. But I have to do the the role of a community health nurse uh, without the pay and more effective than actual community health nurses. Okay. Hell yeah. Yeah, no, not really. It sucks. So cool. Oh, yeah. How exciting. So great. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So it's, you know, it's it's whatever. I'm almost done. Halfway done with the semester. Half of a semester to go. Almost there. Yeah. So just busy. And allergies have been... Kicking Bro, my ass same. this year. Fucking same, Ugh. dude. I feel like I have a sinus infection. I know I don't, but every year it just gets so bad. Honestly, I, okay, the day after Halloween, I woke up and I was like, oh, good. I almost called into work because I was just, I felt like shit mm-hmm. all day. And I was like, it's those Fucking trick-or-treaters got their goddamn old germies and shit all over the place. 
I, yeah. I fully blamed them, but like, I was like, fucking stupid goddamn <laughs> yeah. kids, fucking just idiot. Putting yourself in a sour mood. Me sick and shit. So, yeah, I've just been taking like the world's hottest fucking showers each yep. day and just cooking it out. Yeah, I'm doing I'm doing the showers. I'm doing so much Benadryl. It's making me like anxious and, and some, angry. Uh, you want some Zequil? Oh my God. Is oh, it liquid some, or gel? It's liquid. Fuck. And I got Vicks. You want some? We got some Vicks, okay. but we, we had to order a new humidifier. We burned through our humidifier. Oh, so we got a new one coming uh, tomorrow, I think, Ooh. actually. So that'll be nice. And it has like the little Vicks place where you put some Vicks in it and then it like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It brings it into the room. Oh. Yeah, we have one of those. It'll be too. so good. So nice. So, yeah, that, that's that been fun just fighting off. Allergies, and you know I'm a dude, so any any kind of sickness of any sort is completely debilitating. It's cancer, worse, dude, no, worse I, than cancer. And then my wife has really bad asthma, so there was one night where I was like tossing and turning the whole night, and I was like, I'm boiling hot, but I'm freezing cold, and it's hard to <laughs> breathe, just being a baby. And I turn around, and she has fallen asleep sitting up. What? Because she was just having a hard time breathing from the allergies, oh, yeah. and. She sleeps. I just imagine her sitting straight up. Straight in the up. Bed. No, no. She's Instead like, of leaning against something, no, she's, she's leaning just and stuff. Straight up. But it's like we're we're just struggling to breathe. Yeah, yeah but Damn. it's it's been it's whatever. I'm calling you to work tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. I should do that. Let's do it. No, and I get, we'll all sit in the same room and play, <laughs> play video games play together. World. No, I've got all of next not not this coming week, but the following week off. I get Veterans Day off. Yeah. Weird. When is that? Uh, this coming Saturday. So I get the day off before that. Oh, for that would be nice. I wish I did that. Yeah. It's weird. That is really weird. Mm. Especially because <laughs> it's not on a work day. No. My girlfriend today was like, hey, uh, this coming Saturday, I'm going to go put up Christmas lights at my parents' place so that they pay me. Nice. Before it gets too cold. And I go, on Veterans Day, <laughs> she's just like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" That's fantastic. Like, yeah. No, yeah, I'm. You know, at least I think I have it off, and if I don't, it's not gonna you be do. An interesting conversation uh, next Monday. Yeah, yeah, that, that'll be something to. That's that's Monday's problem. Yeah. No, I I'm yeah I get a, a whole week off for school. Hey, there you go. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I have to go into school for. Four eight-hour um, days. Okay, never mind. Not cool. So it's not really a day off. No. At all. Or a not, week off. not at all. <laughs> I have to wake up earlier than I do for work. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, so not really looking forward to that. I'm hoping... Half a semester. Half, half a, semester. a semester. Half a goddamn semester. And I'll have my computer the whole time. Maybe I'll just yeah. have RimWorld running. Yeah. I usually play Minesweeper in class. Should just run it, but in the background. And there's got to be a way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's an option if you go to the menu where it just says run in background. Yes, oh, okay. no. I need to turn that on. Yeah. Because every time I click over on the like on a browser so mm -hmm. that I can like look up shit, it pauses. It pauses, and I'm like, no. Yeah, yeah. If you just hit escape, it's one of the two. Okay. If you still have dev mode enabled, it's <laughs> below dev mode, I think. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. Oh, yeah, let's now, do it. Now you're done with, with AJ's IT corner. Yeah. <laughs> um, RimWorld tips and tricks. Yeah, if you play RimWorld, that's how you do that. And if you don't, 
Go buy it. Go go buy it. It's go it's buy really it good. and all of it. Ex, all of its expansions. I'm, I'm only just barely watch, getting into the ideology. And expansion. then watch it's so good. One video. No, of, watch nothing of uh, how to. That's it. Do not watch any videos. You'll die three times and then you'll start getting the hang of it. <laughs> and kind of sometimes I wish I could go back to those days where I was like, I didn't know what the fuck. Where I, I didn't know what was going on. So it's like day five. Oh shit. I starved to death on accident. I don't. You know? I fucking hate that. It, like those stupid deaths are the ones that I'm like, this is bullshit. I fuck love the game. stupid deaths. That's my favorite. Because if I just get raided, I'm just like, oh, the my base wealth was calculated in the attack, and now, you know, my people are still using bolt action rifles because I never focus on defense. So I, lo- I love the combat in it. No, it, it's pretty great. I like run and gun, but. All right, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, uh, sorry. That's, that's, that's just... just for the video game podcast we're never going to do. Sorry yeah, about that. the Room World only podcast. Yeah. Oh, God. Ugh, that would get stale so quick. Yeah, it would. Okay. All right, we're going to go back. Ancient history, 2003. Vintage. In Antwerp, Belgium. Okay. All right. Beautiful area, I assume. Oh, shit. This one's in Bel... Uh, we've definitely done this before. No, you're lying. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Don't make my heart stop. I was like, oh, shit, did we? <laughs> I was like, I thought I put that in the text when I, I wish, asked you. I wish I read just like the tiniest amount about it and just was like, just enough- this and this and this. Oh, Leonardo? Yeah. <laughs> I should have. Oh, my God. If you did oh. that, I would have a fucking heart attack. All right. But I assume this is a super nice place because it's also called... The Diamond District. Diamondilium. Diamondilium. The uh, (laughs) specific, like, almost like a mall is called the Antwerp World Diamond Center. Whoa. And at various points in its history, it's had up to like 70 or 80% of the world's supply of diamonds in it. The World Blood Diamond Center. Exactly. That's exactly it. So it's a bunch of rich people who don't appreciate what they have. So to give you an idea, you know... This is like the intro of the movie, and it's like they start in the vault, and it's a backwards camera shot up through all the security click, shit. Click, 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 click. Yeah, so you've got a vault. The vault itself has a number combination, uh-huh. but you also have to use a key that happens to be over a foot long. A foot long key. Yeah. What the fuck? 100 million possible combinations. They, there's a private security force in the building at all times. It has seismic centers or sensors. Radar, it utilizes magnetic fields, infrared sensors, thermal sensors, motion sensors, everything that you can think of is used within this vault because it's used by a ton of people. It's like a business district with a vault in it. So everybody in the offices and everywhere has access to, to, I think it's 160 safety, like secure boxes, security deposit boxes. And, you know, tile, tile floor. Click, Italian click, leather click, shoes, yeah. click, click, click. Leonardo. No, no tar Bartolo. No to Bartolo. Okay. Leonardo, no to Bartolo. Hey, there you go. Say you it like a Utah. No yeah. tease. Yeah. No to. <laughs> At this no to point, Bartolo. <laughs> uh, Leonardo is a professional thief. Ooh. He's a skilled social manipulator, says Wikipedia, which is, is probably narcissistic and like charismatic. And he's he's the leader. He's the brains of the operation. Oh yeah, he's the he's George Clooney. He's George Clooney. Okay, <laughs> I've never seen those movies. You haven't, but I understand they're the so first strong. one. Yeah, the first one's good. 
I mean, it's acceptable for when it was made. Yeah, I can, I can watch movies like Worth that. Worth it. Second one, totally forgettable. Anything mm-hmm. after that doesn't exist. Okay, perfect. So, uh, I mean, I'll probably watch it eventually. Then you've got Right Hand Man, Speedy. He's an anxious and paranoid dude <laughs> who's pretty much there because he and Leonardo have quite the track history together, and they, they trust each other. Okay. He's he's the trusted right hand man, Brad despite Pitt. the yeah, despite being very anxious. Then you've got the monster. He's described as this tall jack dude who's a, a mechanic, an electrician, and also a driver. <laughs> okay, Jason Statham. Perfect. Then <laughs> you you got to keep going there. Two more. The genius. He's an alarm specialist and an electrician. Steve Buscemi. And then you have <laughs> this is the best one. This is the best one ever. The King of Keys. Okay. Which sounds like a demon. <laughs> like that's the name of a demon. The King of Keys, he's an old guy. He is the least known to all these people. And he is the greatest key forger of all time. Bernie Mac. And he, yes, perfect. <laughs> and he is yet to be identified. Okay. Everybody else has been identified, but nobody can figure out who this guy is. He's just anonymous. He's probably just some old guy who's super nonchalant, and he just knows his 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 craft. He knows his trade. Okay. But together, they were known as La Scuola di Torino, or The School of Turin. (laughs) And they they were all Italian dudes, as as, as far as we know. And that's such a badass name for like a thief group. Like, this is the last time anybody who stole anything had flair and style. So I, I, I find that important to, you know, put out. Because fair, yeah. hopefully in the future, maybe some, you know, budding thieves listening to our show come up with a badass name and yeah. use really cool, like, nicknames. Honestly, like, imagine, like, everyone knows the Pink Panthers. Like, everyone knows. You gotta. And... Then the I I'm not even gonna attempt to say the fucking name again, but yeah, it's the just, school of Turin. Yeah, the school of Turin. Badass. So their fearless leader. I want to say that a lot of this information came from an interview with him, and be, and that's because police and European federal officers. You know, obviously, I say federal officers; they don't have a federal government in the same way their equivalent their government officers couldn't figure it out could not figure out the heist and how they did it so a lot of this comes from an interview with him but he also kind of gives a dumb reason for it that throws at least that part into doubt he says that he was hired by a diamond businessman basically to commit insurance fraud and that they only stole a couple diamonds and the rest were just from that guy and he just took them, and it was insurance fraud. Uh, but the there was there none of the bank vault was not insured, so that kind of throws that for a loop. Yeah. Huh. You know that whole idea. So I I think he was just kind of deflecting for you know for his own purposes, saying, "Oh no, I didn't come up with this. It was somebody else, and that's why we got <laughs> caught or something." So he started off with the idea to break into this vault, and he rents an office building. In or a little office space in the building for 25,000 francs a month or $700. That's pretty cheap. It was a very small office. I mean, considering you're stealing diamonds, that's a very small price to pay. 
That's a hell of a deal. And he poses as an Italian diamond merchant. Oh, man. Mm, perfect. So, you know, he's got like the suits, the shoes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So his office gives him access to a safety deposit box in the vault. Access almost 24 hours a day. Yeah. And an ID card that allows for 24-hour access to most of the locations in the building. Jesus Christ. Genius. He stole this idea from a diamond heister in New York. Really? Yeah, who also had some flair, who stole some stuff in the 90s. Might be worth doing an episode on. Very well might be. Uh, you know, a little backstory to the to his technique. But basically, this allowed him and, at certain points, other team members... To access the building completely legitimately to perform their surveillance, their planning. They did the OG, like, the thing we thought about when we were kids and when we were learning about spies. The pen camera. Yeah. They used pen cameras. Hell yeah. To, to scope out this place. You remember, uh, did you ever use those pen light, cam- the pen lights? Yeah. Little click lights. I use those as the cameras all the time. I wouldn't click them on, but they just because a little bulb on the end of it. Mm-hmm. That was the that was the yeah spy little pen light. lights. Yeah. No, I I use those to check pupils in nursing stuff. I still use them as I a still spy use light. them as or as spy, spy cameras. cameras. Yeah, still. Even though they don't, yeah, they yeah. don't take film. But you know, I can pretend. No, no, no I, I pretend. <clears throat> yeah, it's just pretend. This is what I do. So, (laughs) yeah, so he starts taking pictures. He starts taking pictures, taking video of everything that he possibly can. And at one point later on, the genius guy was like, we need like a closer look at the vault so that we can get the forger to one, forge the key, but to figure out the number combination. Okay. So they, he ends up stashing a full camera on top of like the the door that goes into the vault, so like behind the vault door, mm-hmm. walking into it, he put a camera up there, <laughs> and you could just directly see yeah, the numbers when people were and, inputting them, yeah, and what the key looked like. Jesus, but they were like, "How do we get the data from the camera to us?" So they put a fire extinguisher. They replaced one of the fire extinguishers that was already in the building. But sealed inside the fire extinguisher, which was still fully functioning, is a completely sealed box with a sensor and a battery. And it basically took the data from the camera and then uploaded it to one of their servers. Jesus So Christ. they just had basically a 24-hour feed of just before the vault room. You know, the, the vault room before the vault door. And they were able to see the, the key and the number combinations. And I, I think they started to kind of figure out the sequence because that that combination is supposed to change all the time, the number mm-hmm. combination. Yeah. So it probably changes daily. Yeah. I'm being honest. So they're trying to kind of figure out, okay, when does it change? How much does it change? Is there a pattern? Things like that. And I just think it's this is my favorite part. They build a full scale replica of the vault. I love that shit. It's probably just in a warehouse. <laughs> it's on their floor. Yeah, yeah, it's up in the office. But they they built a completely scale replica of the vault so that they could rehearse the heist in total darkness. There's no windows in there, and they don't want to trigger light sensors, so they have to do everything blind, which is crazy. (laughs) So they start practicing. It takes 18 months of practice and surveillance for them to say, all right, we're ready. I just don't, like, I love heists, 
I just don't have the patience for them. Right? I like I've played so payday. Cool. I fuck it up every time. I don't every have the time. patience for it. You gotta have the patience. Yeah. And they were they were they were ready. <laughs> they the day before the heist, Leonardo had a very important task. His task was to go into the vault, find the heat motion cameras. They basically they're the way they work is they have to detect a change in temperature and motion. And okay. then they'll set an alarm. If they just do a change in temperature, it could be just the room, the yeah. ambient temperature, so it won't do anything. If they just detect motion, but it's not heat. Then it's obviously not. Then it's obviously like, not a human yeah, being, yeah. you know. There's Oh, it's something just a on. stray cat. They're always sneaking yeah, into yeah, the vault. Always sneaking into the vault. Shit always happens. That's a pigeon or whatever. Uh, it's a stray cat that opened the vent to outside yeah. and it's July. Well, okay. Uh, it's a little warm. It's fine. <laughs> Just so then to the fucking vault. So he goes in. He's, you know, he's friendly with all the security people at this point. Like, that was one of the, the biggest things is that he would go down there all the time because as the more comfortable he yeah. could make the security guys, build a rapport. the less they're going to, like, pay attention yeah. to you. Yeah. They're not going to suspect you if they trust you. Yeah. So they go. he goes in and he sprays the sensors in front of security guards, essentially. <laughs> who just weren't paying attention. Oh, okay. In front he of just, cameras. He's like, hey, John, how's your day going? <laughs> Pretty kind of. And he John's just, like, what are you doing there? He's like, oh, nothing. Don't worry about it. It's just yeah. weird. Weird diamond, weird diamond stuff. John, yeah, it's, it's diamond goes, stuff you wouldn't understand. Well, I'm just a dumb security guard. You're not wrong. Yeah, so he sprays the sensors <laughs> with hairspray because it blocks the heat sensing capabilities for like Jesus. 18 hours or something like that that they, they determined. God. So and he does it on camera, but the guards weren't watching him because they trusted him. They were very lax, yeah. you know, because it was like, oh, it's just, yeah. you know, whatever his cover name is, it's just it's just Vito or whatever. <laughs> Tony. <laughs> Tony, yeah. <laughs> I love the the two super stereotypical names. It's great. So he sprays the cameras, and they're ready. He goes to a grocery store. I don't know, buys a sandwich or something. And then <laughs> buy some fucking pasta. Yeah, some buy, pasta. Buy some a loaf of, buys a a loaf of, of pasta. lasagna. Yeah. <laughs> and he eats it and the heist is set to go. He is in he's the getaway driver. Oh, okay. Because he doesn't want to be my my thought is, why would you put him in? The guards might recognize him or yeah, that's true. tie him to it, or people in the area might recognize him. Yeah. And say, Oh well, that guy who I've seen there a bunch of times yeah, Vito. has been uh, yeah. That's Vito. So he's sitting in the car, probably eating a sandwich, and he turns on the police scanner, and the other four guys, the monster, the genius, the king of keys, and Speedy, break into the building next door. It's an abandoned kind of office building, and they have the king of keys. So he lockpicks that. He could lockpick that in his sleep without his boner medication. Yeah. <laughs> so he, they get in there super easy because they've found that... The, act, the building that they want to rob is covered in cameras all over the place, but not in the private garden that is shared with the building next to it. Oh, Jesus. So they get into the building and just go out into the garden. Yeah, they're in a dead zone. There, is no, there are no cameras. They, they put a, a ladder in that garden like the day before. Oh, my God, dude. Nobody said anything. <laughs> so 
Nobody went out there. They, they just put on like the uh, the construction jackets that they bought from the <laughs> yeah. dollar store, and they're like, "Yeah, we're maintenance." They pull a Steve. We're Wallace, supposed to yeah. be here and just plop, and then they like walk out and they throw them away. Like, yeah. Well, those were. <laughs> oh, that was worth it. Yeah. Business God expense. Damn. You keep your receipt. Yeah. So tax write off. They put up a ladder. They climb onto the balcony, but I think it's yeah. The genius needed to go first because there's a heat sensor up there. So he climbs up and he brings with him his genius invention that is a fiberglass shield. It's just like a fiberglass piece of plastic. Yeah. And he puts it up and blocks the heat sensor, walks oh to it, sets the shield down, and it just blocks the sensor. Yeah, it just blocks. And they're set. Damn, dude. And then he disables the um, like the window alarms because window alarms are really easy to disable, especially if you know what you're doing. Especially if you have a hammer. Yeah, especially. <laughs> so we disabled the window security sensors, and they're in. Dun dun! I don't know what oh, musical shit. stings they use in in that movie. Boom, da, da, boom, da. Perfect. It's, it's just one of those like weird, like sneaky beat. Perfect. You'd know if you'd seen Ocean's Eleven. You so piece of shit. Yeah, I, I yeah. <laughs> God. So they know where all the cameras are, and it's pitch black in there. So they just walk up to the cameras and put black bags over them. <laughs> I love how the setup for all of this is like, so they do this and this and this. And then it's just like, yeah, so they just use fiberglass to, to block yeah. the heat ray. And then they just put black garbage bags over the cameras. Yeah. The end. So the, their idea was, okay, we can turn on some lights. Yeah. And they're so deep in the building that nobody's going to see it from outside. Mm-hmm. And if a security officer looks at those cameras... Yeah. It's black because yeah. it's dark. Because it, it's because it hasn't to been be. activated, yeah. Well, even if it's just a CCTV camera, it's yeah. pitch black. There are no windows. Yeah. So, okay, easy peasy. So now they have little flashlights and they can turn them on every once in a while and yeah. they're not worried about it. So here's the vault. The vault's lacking, lacking locking mechanism is a magnetic lock. So basically, there's a magnetic field holding two plates and if that field breaks so the plates move, it sends an alarm. Uh-huh. And I don't 100% understand how this works because it is not described very well. Hey, if you knew how it worked, you'd be a thief. Yeah. <laughs> the genius basically figured out he got an aluminum plate and put a bunch of double-sided tape on it. Oh, my God. And dude. he attached it to it like the plates. It place. Yeah. And then he loosened some bolts. And he taped it up onto the wall, and it just kept the magnetic field perfect. He just goes, well, they're fucking magnets, so thump. <laughs> Pretty much. Except, yeah, that with tape. The guy that designed the fucking, the whole locking mechanism is like, no one's going to override this. And Nobody can figure this dude out. Dude shows up with like with a, coke, tape. With a Coke can and yeah, sticky and double-sided tape. A Coke tape. can and flex seal. <laughs> He's like, watch me, bitch. <laughs> it's fantastic. But it's like keeping two bolts in line to not break the magnetic field. And basically, they can now open the door and the sensors won't say Yeah, that it was shit. open. Yeah. Jesus. So, the king of keys created <laughs> a, a duplicate of the vault key that was considered impossible to make a duplicate from. And he did it from, from camera footage. Jesus. So... 
they they basically are like, okay, this key works. The keeper of keys is fucking the, autistic. The king of keys. As hell. Oh, he's awesome. He's so autistic. He dude. he probably like lowered his glasses or whatever and said, I noticed in the footage that every time before the guards would come in here, they would walk to a utility closet that's just kind of off, and they're like, that's weird. Let's go check it out. They just open this uh, like a mop closet, and the actual key is there. <laughs> It's just there. Like, no locks. No one's going to suspect this. I, it's like a huge security flaw. It's oh supposed to be God, locked dude. with them in like the security office. Yeah. But they're like, ah, nobody's going to guess the combination. And this takes too long to walk through. We'll just leave it in the in the closet. Jesus Christ. And like, what a fucking idiots. oversight. So the King of Keys was like, we may as well just steal it. Yeah. And then I can make a shitload of money. Selling it to, yeah. Selling the, like creating duplicate keys for this vault because then he can say, hey, they don't even know that it can be duplicated. Yeah. So he's like, okay, we'll just steal this, the the real one yeah, too. Fuck it. Why not? So he, uh, they unlock it. They figured out the combination, type it in and they're good. And then if you've played Payday, you know, there's an inner gate. <laughs> so the vault is open. No problems. They they have to turn off all the lights because there are light sensors in the vault that, you know, they're worried about. <clears throat> so King of Keys, in the dark, lockpicks the inner gate, no problem. And now it's the monster's time to shine. Hell yeah. Complete pitch blackness. Again, vault. So pitch black. He walks in, counting, counting his steps, gets to the direct center of the room, reaches up in the darkness and because he's so tall he can reach the ceiling and moves a panel just to the side and that panel is wires going in wires going out of a little kind of control thing in the middle and basically this is for all of the security systems uh -huh. if that circuit gets broken an alarm goes off and everybody you know raises hell so he does the oldest trick in the book with this with this panel and and the, the piece in the middle is like if a trigger is, you know, a sensor is tripped, then it blocks part of the circuit and then it goes off. So he just, again, complete darkness, scrapes some of the plastic from one of the wires on one side, scrapes the plastic from the, uh, the wires on the other side, and just completely circumvents the center panel. What he just fuck? literally wires one side to the other side yeah. around it. So if, if a sensor were to break... The circuit wouldn't be broken. Yeah. It would just continue. It's. Oh my God, dude. So, yeah, it's exactly what you said, where it's like all this setup and all this high tech stuff, and yeah. they're like, oh yeah, we just put a wire around it. Like, yeah. it's so simple. Yeah. So. What just, what if we just take the key from the utility closet? Yeah. It's just like silly shit. And they, they haven't, uh, you know, triggered any sensors, but now they can if they want to, because it's not going to do shit. <laughs> Um, the rest of the heat sensors were blocked by styrofoam boxes. <laughs> and the light sensors, they just put electrical tape over in the dark because they knew where they were. So in the dark, they were like, yeah. all right, put some tape up. Jesus. You're set. And then they could just turn on the lights. <laughs> God damn. So they, they, they still worked in darkness. They would turn on flashlights every once in a while. So, so they just rob a fucking uh, uh, like hub for diamonds with a ladder some fiberglass, a Coke can, 
garbage bags and electrical and tape. some flex seal yeah and and just a touch of flex seal yeah perfect Jesus probably some tin Christ. foil they probably just use tin foil to to, to create the circuit and no, yeah know. yeah it's just tin foil like twisted into <laughs> twisted a little up. line so they work in the darkness the king of keys determines they don't want to set off the seismic sensors that are built to detect drilling so he just like brings a vintage hand drill essentially yeah. And he just like, pop, pop. It's steel and copper. The boxes Jesus. are made of steel and copper. So they go, they're just breaking through these boxes. Bam, yeah. bam, bam. Easy. <laughs> they end up hitting 123 of the 160 total boxes. Damn. Before they're like, ah, this is good. They're just filling yeah. up duffel bags. Yeah. Gold, silver, mostly diamonds, and some jewelry. And they they took about an hour covering their tracks. You know, kind of, other than the vault, yeah. they, they're they just, like, reversing everything, taking off yeah. the bag. Because there's a good chance that nobody's going to go into that for... For a while. They're yeah, going to have some God, time. who knows, until somebody shows up for more diamonds. I don't know. Yeah. This, this they just got a shipment in, which was totally on yeah. purpose. Yeah. So they're, you know... Right after. Yeah, so wow. they, they took about an hour cleaning up their trail, and they, they just climbed down the ladder. <laughs> Jesus. And they left. They, they got in Leonardo's car, or they, they dumped all the loot into Leonardo's car. Speedy got in. Everybody else were like, okay, we'll meet you at your apartment. So they just walked. Yeah. I don't know why. Make it look less suspicious. Looks I like know. they're walking home from the gym. Yeah. With all these duffel bags. And they ended up taking more than $100 million worth of shit. God damn. Well over. Um... But because there wasn't insurance on the vault, that's why it's not a perfect exact figure because yeah, it yeah. wasn't all like valued for insurance, yeah. which is why wouldn't you have insurance on a fucking diamond vault like that? Like, oh my God. It was impenetrable, bro. Yeah. They also stole all the security footage. Hell yeah. Which is just perfect. They just walked past with the now magnetized Coke can that's splayed yeah. out into one thing, and they just hovered <laughs> it above the, above the tapes. Fucking VHS tapes. Yeah. And <laughs> they just touched it to the hard drives, which were yeah. also in a utility closet. Yeah, un unlocked utility <laughs> closet. The lock was taped open. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, so they, they make their getaway. Their plan is we're going to go to France. We're going to burn the rest of any evidence, anything we have on us, anything at all is all going to get burnt. You know, we divvy up the money and we divvy and we, we get out of there. Oh, yeah. And this, uh, yeah, it's it's the perfect crime. Nobody ever found out. That's why I made this story up. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, you see, none of the other people, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. I, I was reading a a recollection from the guy who found the open vault the next morning. Basically, this guy just goes to work. He's like, da 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 da, -da everything's fine. Gets in, unlocks his door, you know, clocks in, whatever. Goes to the vault, and it's open. Oh, and, fuck, dude. And he's like, what the fuck? And he looks on the ground, and there's diamonds just on the ground. What? There was so much money that they just couldn't they just didn't take out take it all yeah because there was just so much that they were already getting away with uh-huh so he called the monitoring security like center and said what's the status of the vault here and they're like everything is fine it's sealed we've had no motion 
It was like, it's open right now. Yeah, there are diamonds will all you, over the place. Will you call somebody? There's like a specific police task force for diamond crimes in this area. <laughs> Jesus. So everybody, you know, scrambles to figure out what happens. They're like, why the fuck is there a magnetized Coke can taped yeah. to the wall? <laughs> How did they do this? Yeah. What's well, all this electrical and, tape? Yeah. Like goo. It's just the, the gunk. Yeah. It smells like women's haircuts <laughs> five years ago, you know. <laughs> Why is the key utility closet open? Yeah. <laughs> the utility closet, no! They figured out where the keys are. <laughs> Our stunning plan. It's just, it, the utility closet is a doormat. Yeah. <laughs> Lift it up and it's just a bunch of keys. <laughs> it's just keys underneath the whole building. <laughs> so they're heading, they're heading on the way to go to France. And Speedy has a mild panic attack. Oh, Speedy. See, while Speedy was trustworthy... Speedy definitely has anxiety, and nobody besides Leonardo wanted Speedy on this heist. That's okay. Here's the thing this is going to ruin every heist movie anybody ever watches, but the person that people hate on the team, except for the like lead guy, lead guy vouches for somebody, everyone else is like, I don't fucking like him. Mm -hmm. He's always the one that fucks it up. Every th- time. Oh, he doesn't ever redeem himself? Nope. Oh, no heist stupid. movie redeems the you, You'd think the, it would be like, guy. nobody likes me, but I trust you, even though he keeps yeah, fucking no, and up. He still, he still fucking blows it. Oh, it, Jesus. Every heist movie, it always happens. There's always the one Perfect. dude that you're like, oh, this guy's going to fuck it up. So he says to Leonardo, in the car with the loot, we need to get rid of this evidence now. I'm not like... I don't want to wait. We're driving around with this evidence. What if we get pulled over? Blah, 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 blah. So Leonardo's like, okay, fine. And he turns off the highway. Well, their version of a highway. You know, their big road. Yeah. And they go into a forested area. And he's like, okay, we got to change of clothes in here. Go burn all your shit. I'll burn my shit. And they kind of split up. He's burning his shit. Speedy, still having a panic attack, he's like, the cops are right around the corner. Like, they have to be coming right now. Like, what Jesus, is happening? Dude, so he chill. he just strips, throws everything in his pockets and everything, and just throws everything around in the forest and kind of tries to bury it in the mud halfway. Oh, my God. Panics, gets dressed, meets back at the car. They start driving, and he tells Leonardo, I didn't burn my stuff. I just threw it in the forest. Fuck. Leonardo's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? He's like, okay, well, nobody's nobody's going to find it. And one, if they find it, why would they think it's anything other than trash? Like, how would that because even get into... a bunch into, of diamonds in his pockets. Yeah, a bunch of diamond, loose diamonds. Yeah. And I was like, what are the chances that one set of clothing and some pocket garbage would be found, then turned over to the police, and then linked to the uh, crime? Like, And then Speedy goes, oh, shit, I left my wallet in my pants. Yeah, I, I left my wallet and your wallet <laughs> and your work ID. <laughs> <laughs> so you know the chances of them finding that pretty low so he didn't want to go back so yeah. they get on a plane they go to france up. that's gonna be the with all the diamonds up. the next day a local hunter who happens to own that land yep. stumbles upon the trash 99 percent of the time he'd be like oh that sucks and either clean it up or just leave it but he's recently been having some disputes with some local teenagers vandalizing his property. So he calls the cops so that they could add it to the evidence against those local damn teenagers who are messing with my property. And they find 
at this point, the the crime has been uncovered because yeah. it's the next day, and they find a very interesting receipt. <laughs> oh no! And the receipt is for a sandwich. A sandwich from a local grocery store. And they they kind of look into it. And they find on camera Leonardo buying a sandwich at that store. A couple hours before the heist. And they're like, okay, this means nothing. Like, why did yeah. we do this? Well, in the area, probably just like in a trash can on the street, they find the sandwich. DNA test it. What the fuck? DNA test like what they think is spit or something, you know, they get they get a sample and it marks to Leonardo and that places him at the scene of the crime at the time. Jesus. A fucking sandwich. Good God, dude. And yeah, basically they they find everybody except the king of king of key, uh, keys, but they don't find m- the majority of the diamonds. Yeah. So maybe the king of keys has the diamonds. And he gets 10 years because of sandwich DNA. Yeah, Leo. Yep, Leo gets 10 years. Everybody else, except for the King of Keys, gets five years. They don't know where the diamonds are, still, to this day. And I I think, legitimately, I think the King of Keys' job was launder these. It's going to take years to launder that much in jewelry and, and diamonds and shit. I bet he's just laundering that, waiting for them to get out of prison. I mean, it would make the and most then sense. Given their cut, because it's like, hey, if we get caught, we need one person that none of us know his name. Exactly. None of us can put a fucking like face to the name, whatever. Uh, he takes everything, and I I imagine him as just like the silent guy, like his tongue is cut out kind of yeah. guy, and he's like, mm. and it's just like, I, I we, yeah. it's all. And he's, they can't confirm anything because they don't know who the fuck he is. They don't know where the fuck he's going to take everything, and it's just like yeah. and he's, you take he's my an word guy. for it because I've done seventeen heists before this, and I was involved in all of them, and you guys don't even fucking know that I was. Or he, I, I think he was. Yeah, it's just like he's going to be flying under the radar. Yeah, he's going to be exactly. the one laundering and getting it, and it's going to be like a we know where to find you. Yeah, if you try to double cross us, you're an old man. Uh, yeah. We'll murder you. Like, yeah. And there's no way he could spend all that money, <laughs> you yeah, know? For real. And it's a, that would be pretty difficult, at least for me. And he he ends up getting parole. He was, he was sentenced to 10 years in 2005. Mm-hmm. He got 10 years, but given parole in 2009. Okay. Um, he immediately violated his parole. Oh, my God. Why? What did he do? Part of his parole was to begin to pay back the people he stole from. Oh, good luck. Yeah, so he just was like, no. Yeah. He flew to the U.S. for a while. <laughs> He's like, I will violate that because there's no fucking way I'm paying back. It's like, yeah, I'll pay. I'll start to pay back stuff. Flies to the U.S. Yeah. Peace. Yeah, and he eventually gets caught by uh, somewhere, in, I think, outside of Paris at an airport. Oh yeah, it was a layover to Italy in 2013. Oh, no. He gets caught, arrested to serve the rest of his time. Released 2017 as far as I can tell. Probably still just robbing places. Yeah, keep your ears out for another fucking yeah. heist. And and yeah, the the loot was never found. The vault was uninsured, so they're not getting any money. Oh no, the rich blood diamond oh, farmers aren't getting boo-hoo. their money. Boo-hoo. Yeah, so that that's the I, the king of keys is out there. Yeah, 
Somebody There's some bad. old. I imagine he's Polish. <laughs> like he's got kind of that old Polish accent. He's got the hat, like the sweater it's a fucking vest. Romanian. Yeah, Romanian dude. That's what they call him. It's not the king. They call him the king of keys, but they also just call him the Romanian. The Romanian. And the Polak. The Polak. <laughs> yeah. And he's probably just laundering away yeah, $100 living million a, dollars living a worth of life for now. And, and I mean, maybe, maybe uh, he's Leonardo rich. went to meet him in the US. Maybe he's got like mob connections and that's how he's laundering shit. That's wild conjecture, but I love it. Is your dad. I just love the idea. Yeah, oh God, I wish. <laughs> I love the idea that there's just the old guy and he just made away with all the loot. Yeah. He's like, they're not going to fucking find me. Yeah, there, there's no way. He owns a fucking diamond store. Yeah, he, that's the whole thing. He owns he a owns, diamond he store. Owns a jewelry it's across store. the street. He owns a jewelry store in like butt fuck Indiana. Gary, yeah, Indiana. Gary, Indiana. It's like. And he just scams people with diamonds it's that called are the, like, it's, I'm going to get married. It's called the King of Kings Diamond Store. Yeah. In Gary, Indiana. <laughs> And every and that's how every he keeps year, his supply. He doesn't yeah. even have a supplier. He's no, just no. selling it all. He doesn't off. even sell any. It's Gary, yeah. Indiana. Yeah, it's an empty store. No, no. He he, he takes the big ones, smashes them <laughs> down to smaller ones. Yeah, and then profits even more off of them. Perfect. Just selling it to idiots in Indiana that are like, I need a diamond ring for my my marriage. No, you don't. Yeah. No, you don't need that. It's okay. Oh uh, yeah, it's it's fantastic, and I. Uh, it makes me think about like how many heists have happened that are just covered up. Oh, I'm sure covered privately with insurance money and just brushed under the rug. Like, well, I mean, how many diamond heists have happened that the insurance just paid it out? It's not like you can really tell the difference between two exact cut diamonds. Well, I mean, like, when you think about like uh, some fucking di- diamond magnate that he's got the supply, he's like, okay, I'm going to sell it to someone. Or I'm going to hold it somewhere like this fucking yeah. Belgium place. Like, he's going to make sure to go to somewhere that's reputable and that's going to keep them secure. The fact that somebody got past their stuff and the fact that it went public, they're done. Yeah, they're that, that's fucking a finished. bad reputation. It's a terrible look, even especially because they're not insured. But I'm sure the whole... I'm sure that that's part of their selling point. Is they're like, our vault is so secure, we don't even have to insure our diamonds. Yeah, right. And so these guys are like, all right, all right, yeah, whatever. Like that, that makes sense in the world of money. And so, as soon as this place gets robbed, it's fucking done for. Like no one's gonna try to keep <gasps> that's their what shit the king there. of keys did. He opened another vault. Yeah, he just opened another vault <laughs> across and, the street. Yeah. And he's like, look, I have all these things that are already kept in here. Nobody was like. Oh, these are stolen goods. No. Uh, but yeah, like this company, I guarantee they're fucked. Yeah, they, they had to like close, yeah. rebrand entirely. <laughs> they're like, we're a bank now. <laughs> yeah. So it's, I I love, I love these heists. They're so much fun. I love heists. They're, they're so, the st- I just love how stupid they always end up. Yeah. You know, Peter, I, I use my, my styrofoam takeout container to block a, a $4,000 camera sensor. Because the thing is, they always make it look like so glamorous and like sneaky high, and smooth yeah. and high tech on, in movies. But when it comes down to it, it really is just like silly shit like the keys are right next to the front door. Yeah, it's human error. Yeah. 
The key's under in a yeah. an obviously fake rock. It's always just funny shit, but Hollywood has a way of making it look like so much more complex. Mind you, I love every heist movie oh, I've seen. Yeah. They're always predictable, but I still fucking love them. Mm-hmm. And then real life heists are ten times better because it's always the if you ever get robbed and we're talking about you on our show, it's because you're rich. And you're a, you were up your own ass about it. Yeah, and that's what fucked you. And exactly. I, I love it. I'm that's here so for great. it. Yeah, and I it's very much a Robin Hood esque like low technology to beat the high low technology low budget to beat the high tech high budget. Yeah, nobody kind of thing. It's the nobody, underdog story. Yeah, nobody no, could get past our first sensors. Guy with a fucking can of hairspray. <laughs> can of hairspray. <laughs> a guy who paid rent to you for eighteen months. <laughs> like. How I I just I love that. Also, I love that idea. Fuck him for getting an entire office space for seven hundred dollars. I mean, a month. it was a small one. But I don't it, give a shit. But still, fuck him. <laughs> that's a good amount. Yeah, he probably just lived there. Probably. I mean, probably. Yeah, but I love God, it. God, the I just love the low tech solutions. It's, it's so great. It's always it the just best. makes you think about it in a different way. Where you're like, oh, that that house I'm going to rob, it has all these cameras and sensors <laughs> and stuff. But 90% of the time, the door's just unlocked and the sensor isn't armed. Yeah. Like Batteries are out. Yeah, batteries are out. of. I had to use the batteries for my Xbox controller and my dildo. There was a... There, so I worked at this fast food place and we had cameras all over the place. Mm-hmm. And I was close to the was manager. Was it a Hardee's? And I was like, no, no, no. I was like, can you like are those cameras on like the whole time we're working? And he was like, no. It's like, do they just turn on when we close? And he goes, no. The manager just put them in so that people think we have cameras that work. None of them are wired. None of them have batteries. Like, they don't connect to anything. Hell yeah. They're just there. And I was like, no fucking way. He's like, no, I'm dead serious. And like pulled up the security app thing that they had oh and he was God. like look it's just empty i should have just robbed the place you should have at that point <laughs> but at that yeah. point, let's go back yeah. you still, <laughs> all right you didn't hear it here first but yeah, yeah. i need somebody that i can call the genius and somebody that i can call the monster yeah, and someone that we don't know that we can't know we yeah need you to i need somebody that we don't know out. and can't know please reach out using a proton mail email only <laughs> for no reason oh, jesus we gotta go rob that place. Yeah, I mean, you'd get like fucking three hundred dollars out of it. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! That's hey. three hundred more dollars than I have written in my pocket right now. <laughs> right. Oh shit. Well. Oh, that's fantastic. Good it, shit. I've, love, I've heard that a, a lot stuff. of places, even like, like bigger museums and stuff, usually only keep their their backups of their video cameras for yeah. like. 48 hours yeah and then it just replaces them like obviously that's changed probably more recently just because it's data's really cheap yeah but i mean how many places are still running on on tape yeah like no joke a lot of places aren't gonna pay for that upgrade that i mean i'm like, sure yeah, i'm not gonna the louvre our... is gonna yeah. be fucking top notch but it's still like yeah 48 hours if you just use the the secret to stealing something is not is people not finding out that it's gone for like two or three days? Yeah, and then you're 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 in the clear. Yeah, they're not going to catch you. There, there's no way. The other secret to no. getting away getting with it is not eating a fucking sandwich and dropping it at the scene. Yeah, <laughs> I, I imagine it was just in a garbage can on the street, and they're like, 
oh, this same type of sandwich was bought. I don't know how they figured that out. Like, that is crazy, crazy shit. But I'm not sure. Yeah. Wild. The the real secret is bringing other people's spit samples that you don't like and and just (laughs) putting them in a spray bottle around the scene. (laughs) Ripping a piece off a sandwich and spraying their saliva on it. Yeah, spraying it onto it. Jesus. Good shit, though. I love it. Getting a cookie cutter in the shape of your teeth. (laughs) In the shape of their teeth. In the shape of their teeth. (laughs) Biting a piece off and then spritzing it with the spit spritz. Yeah. That's the way. That's the way to do it. All right. Well, if you guys would like an extra episode per month that comes out a day late and a dollar short, uh, check us out on Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash points o pressure, or just search us in the search bar. Uh, we've got a handful of sloppy seconds episodes on there, more on it on their way. Uh, we've got like 15 or so uh, exclusive episodes that are on yeah, Patreon we're only. Up there. Yeah, so uh, go check. Full color title yeah, images. Don't forget that. Full color images. Yeah, check uh, those no out. No intro music, hot right? start or cold starts yeah, every cold starts, time. Cold starts, cold ends, baby. Uh, yeah. And if you, if you can't afford it, it's okay. We're just glad that you guys are, are listening here. Um, but yeah, you got those names. Oh yeah. We've got uh, mini D and Toddle Waddle. They are the board. They, they said I could not hire George Clooney for this episode. Yeah, Unfortunately, was just wasn't expensive. in the budget. Yeah. Yeah. And do you think he's on cameo? <laughs> Probably <laughs> more than likely. Yeah. We should do that. All right. And then of course we've got, uh, <clears throat> Abby, AJ's third nut. Kitty Titties, Thomas, Weston, Dark Runner, D's Nuts, G Dog, Hayden, uh, Lara Revo, and Lindo. Thank you guys so much for being here, hanging out, listening, all that stuff. Yeah, we appreciate you guys. We uh, wouldn't be here without you. So, never thought we'd get this far. So, thank you. Thank you so, so much. And as always, if you guys ever have any ideas for episodes or you want to recommend movies, TV shows, music, books, documentaries, if you have some memes you want to send along, by all means, reach out to us on Instagram at points o pressure, uh, or feel free to email us at ppdnaj at gmail.com or go to our website pointsopressure.com and go to the contact us page we'll catch you guys next monday